0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Your Thoughts podcast. I am so excited today because I have a very special guest here on the podcast today that I will be interviewing as part of my Successful Women's series. And I'm so excited today to have for you guys Ellie, who is a travel blogger. And me and Ellie connected on uh, Instagram through Modest Fitness. I know you guys have heard me um, speak about Modest Fitness before. And my first guest on the Successful Women podcast series was Adia. So me and Ellie connected through there. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit more and just see her journey to her success. So Ellie, go ahead and just introduce
1: yourself for everyone here, please. Thank you so much. Thank you for the welcome. And thank you for having me on the podcast. Um, so yes, so my name is Ellie. I am a travel blogger. Um, so I have a website with so many travel tips, itineraries, things to do posts um, from all over the world for my travels over the last few years. Um, but I also share a lot on Instagram. I've got kind of two instagram accounts one that is my kind of travel account, um which is the wandering quinn and then i've got another instagram account um where i share more um about faith because i became a revamp muslim recently so that's been a really nice place to connect with people and and do a few extra jobs that i've kind of i've worked on a few sponsored content on this new platform that i've kind of with um the experience that i've got from my other platform so that's been really really amazing and i also have a youtube channel um, along the travel side, I started to run group tours for women. Um, unfortunately COVID kind of got in there and stopped the hose, um, but I managed to run two, um, two women's group tours to India before COVID hit um, and that is something that I hope to continue with afterwards because it was um it was a really amazing mix of you know uh, like meeting people in real life who followed me on Instagram and have followed my blog for a long time and just wanted to travel with me and then my experience obviously traveling and especially in countries like India so um yeah so that is what I do in a nutshell <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that's absolutely incredible. So Ellie's being a little modest here, but her YouTube has like over 100,000 subscribers and her Instagram content is just incredible. Like she works with all these sponsored um, sponsorships and she maintains all that with her travel blog as well. So Ellie, I'm dying to know, how did you get started in everything?
1: So it really was just a passion for travel and wanting to share my experience. So a few years ago, um, well, I lived in Australia for a couple of years, this was like nearly 10 years ago now. Um, and then when I was in Australia, I went to, wanted to go to Southeast Asia, and I spent about five months there in total. <clears throat> and I really did rely on travel blogs to help me get around, help me know what to do. Um, and then I kind of felt like, you know, I got to know the women that were writing these travel blogs. And actually, funny enough, I've now met quite a few of them like through the travel blogging sphere which is really amazing Um, and I just really wanted to be able to share my experiences or maybe a post had been written two years ago and I thought like oh there's an update on that now so I started a travel blog myself Um, I mean to be honest like no one would have really read those posts because I started it on a platform that wasn't really the right platform to start it on but you know for me it was a good way to start writing and you know In fact, like English was like my worst subject in school (laughs) and now I'm a writer. (laughs) So it was something that I was never a natural. good at Um, but it did give me experience and I I enjoyed it that was the main thing and then a couple of like maybe a year later I started you know on Instagram a lot more just as a consumer really not really posting um, you know to get followers but I realized that people were doing this as a job like people were you know posting on Instagram they were getting hotel stays starting to work with tourism boards and this was like 2015 where things were really kind of picking up like that and I kind of thought like I want to be able to do that. You know, I want to be able to travel and earn money from it. Um, so I really did spend start with my Instagram a lot more, kind of, you know, started it as more of like a business rather than a personal page, started interacting with other people, kept on with my travel blog. Um, and then over the next few years, yeah, I worked between travels. I worked a full-time job um, and like did the travel blog on the side for about two years in London. When I lived in London, I mean, I used to, on the weekends, if I wasn't on a trip, I was writing my blog. And in the evenings, I used to come home, you know, for a full day of work, gym and write my blog. I used to wake up an hour early to schedule Pinterest pins. Like thinking about it now, I have no idea like how I put that much time into it alongside living in London, a social life, work, gym, everything. But um but I did because I knew that the end goal was to do this full time. And I knew I wanted to leave London, travel full time and my blog to be my full time um, income. And I did start to then make income. I could see my, you know, traffic increasing on my blog. And, you know, that's really what gave me the motivation to work all of those extra hours on top. Um, And then in 2018, I did uh, leave London, left my job, and I did then go to travel um, full time, which I ended up doing for about two and a half years, um, just you know solely earning money from my blog, Instagram, YouTube, and that's still what I do now. But now I've you know thanks to COVID, I kind of got came back to the UK. Um, but I have now decided to live in the UK. But it's still amazing that you know some people now, even that I've decided to live in the UK, say, you know like what like what are you doing about your job? You can't travel, but it's like. Now, you know, I write about UK travel, you know, actually, ironically, as a travel blogger, it's easier to be a travel blogger when you live in one place and you have a routine because there's so much work that goes into it that, you know, when you're traveling, trying to find cafes and Wi-Fi is dodgy and there's not any place, good place to sit. Like, actually, it's really hard to run a business like that. So that's kind of like how I started and how I'm doing it now. And I just, I still absolutely love it. Um, So yeah, I feel very lucky that I've managed to turn it into my job over the last few years.
0: I love that so much. So what it sounds like to me is how much passion you had for it right from the beginning, right? Like, You would wake up early, you would do it in the evenings, you would do it on the weekends, like that's why I feel like it's so important when people are going after like their professional goals or whatever it is that their big goal is professionally,
1: um, that has to be something kind of like that they're passionate about. Would you agree? Yeah, no, 100%. That's definitely what's keeping me going. And I mean, we'll probably talk about it in a minute about like struggles and things. But um, yeah, definitely when it comes to money, you know, as a travel blogger, it's so up and down. And like, most of the time you feel like you're working for free and I did for years and years and years I was like I'm literally putting so many hours into this so much you know still money into it. obviously I was working another job so I had the finances to put into you know web design and and buying products and things like that um but it just felt like I was just going nowhere for so long and then it really did start to take off not dramatically but you know step by step um but yeah without that passion like it, I mean I wouldn't have continued and that's why I've thought about starting another blog because, you know, people do, you know, I know travel bloggers who have multiple blogs, but you know, again, you can think of a random subject, which does do well as a blogger, but you know, you still have to have that. I think for me anyway, at least I have to have that passion to do it. Otherwise I just, I just won't put as many hours into it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know what you mean because I, I, I'm doing my coaching business right now, but I also work as a full-time teacher which I go back to school tomorrow, but um, <laughs> I know what you mean. Cause like, you know, you do in the beginning kind of feel like you're not being seen, you're not being heard, you're not monetizing it. And then it slowly starts to take off. And without that passion being there for it, you would easily give up. So what were some of the other struggles that you had to overcome while working towards uh, where you are now, as far as in your travel blog and your YouTube and everything?
1: Yeah, I think one of the things is definitely that it is kind of like a never-ending list of things to do. Um, you know, a lot of the time when it, although I do work on sponsored content for brands, sometimes it's definitely not all of my income or something that I'm constantly working on, um, which I'm pleased because it means that I'm not always working to a deadline or trying to negotiate things. So a lot of the time it's, you know, I want to write this blog post. I want to update this. I want to make this video because, and I've done research for it, etc. cetera. But, but with that it's, it's a pluses and negatives. With that comes the fact that if I, you know, like today I've just felt really tired, I haven't really had much energy. So I'm just like, do you know what, just take a day to chill and get back on it tomorrow. Like what can, is on my to-do list can wait. Mm-hmm. Um, but then other times it's just like, you know, it's just an endless list of adding things to this list that you know, that you want to do. And especially when you're the only person that does it it's kind of like hard to sometimes just cap that and say like no enough is enough I've done what I can Um, and I think really other things in the past as well you know it's especially in travel blogging I guess like most um, probably like most industries as well it's like it's hard to know like people aren't very transparent which is completely understandable you know other travel bloggers there is A lot of my friends are bloggers, but ultimately, you know, there is an underlying competition between us because, you know, a lot of what we do is the same kind of thing. Obviously in this industry, what's good is it's your personality as well. And it's your kind of style of travel and how you um, show things. But, you know, it is hard to understand, you know, from the start, like people saying, you know, they earn a full-time job as a travel blogger. But like, what does that mean? Like, how much money do you actually earn? Like, how do you get jobs? How much are you charging? Like right now? Um, it's still an issue right now, you know, with, um, brands going to the same bloggers and, you know, instead of saying like, this is our budget, they ask you, so I could be doing exactly the same job as someone else for like half the cost. And, you know, it's really, that's a real struggle. Um, and I kind of wish we were a bit more transparent, but I understand why we're not. Um, so yeah, that's, that's been an issue, but it's something that I've just kind of dealt with and just trying to like, just focus on my own journey now as well. And just, you know when it comes to quoting things, like I quote what I'm happy with, okay, maybe someone else and an extra 500 pounds more, but like I quoted that because I was happy with that. And I just try and remember that as I go forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I can, I know what you mean in the sense of like comparisonitis, we try to, we call it that or whatever, but it can definitely Mm -hmm. like bring you down and can kind of be like a roadblock to on your journey to success. But it sounds like you managed it and you, you know, you kind of, felt like you just kind of found your own way and are content with the way that you do things. Right.
1: Yeah, that's it. And even now, you know, for example, like I told you about the tours, um, I know people that are starting to run some tours again, some bloggers that I know. Um, And for me, I feel like it's not the right time for me. I've got a lot going on here in the UK and um, you know COVID's still a bit of an issue here with the UK but I know like American travelers or European travelers who are doing it because they're less restrictions for example and it's very easy to get that jealousy like this is supposed to be my thing like I was trying to build a company to do this but I have really just tried to get into that mindset of like good for you not for me like I'm pleased that you're doing it but right now this isn't the right thing for me to do um, you know and really, it's like, I don't really even want to, but it's just because I'm seeing you do it, I'm like, oh no, that's supposed to be my thing. So I'm really trying to get in that mindset, like, good for you, but not for me. Um, and yeah, I'm trying not to compare myself in that way because we're, yeah, we're all on different journeys.
0: Yes, absolutely. We're all on different seasons of our lives and different journeys. So that's, that's amazing that you've adopted that mindset. Um, what, are there, what are others something... What other some things are do you do to help you manage like kind of down days in your business, um, your blog, and maybe like when you feel like, like you mentioned that you kind of take those rest days when you don't have deadlines for s- sponsored content and stuff like that. But what other things do you tend to, you know, lean towards when you're feeling down or you're having like a, a day of struggle or something?
1: Yeah, I think I do just try and like saying, yeah, switch it up. So if I feel like, um, and I've been yeah looking into this as well, especially like as a woman, like what points in the month were like more creative and, um, you know, just I'm not quite got it down exactly yet, but I try to listen to myself. So if I'm just like, oh, I just... I can't like today. I'm like, I don't want to do anything creative. (laughs) I haven't got the headspace for it, but I could do some, you know, basic admin tasks that I haven't done. Um, you know, stuff like that. So I really try to like tune into like, okay, today I don't want to do that, but let's do something else. Um, and then when I'm feeling really creative, um, then try not to do those boring admin tasks and (laughs) ruin that creativity So I really try to listen to myself and that's just really also been like a trial and error over the last kind of year or so of kind of tuning in with how I feel and remembering like, I'm not going to feel like I do today forever. So just, it's fine. Um, so that's one of the things I think, like I was saying, just kind of letting go that I can't do everything. Sometimes I just have to say like, okay, remove things off my to-do list that are not actually a priority or move them onto a a later to-do list when I hope that I'll find some time. (laughs) Um and yeah and i think even like when i have down days um you know even like talking about like financially you know again as a travel blogger things are very up and down covid brought things down a lot um recently Is just to kind of look back and one thing actually I thought of whilst I was thinking about this podcast was even when it comes to financially like I have my goal when I left my job in London like this is how much money I want to be earning I want to be earning the same amount as I used to earn in London I was happy with that amount it was it was good and if I can make that myself like amazing um and now I'm at a point where most months I do um but it's now like you you get to that point where you're like, oh, but now I want more and I want more. And so really just reminding yourself of like the goals that you actually set. Um, and of course it's natural to want to grow, but you know, just not to, um, I guess that typical quote of like, remember what you, what you wanted, like before you had it. Yeah. And so, you know, now it's like, yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, when I look back at like my earnings and things, I'm like, I think, okay, this, like, if I'd seen this a few years ago, I would have been so happy with myself. Mm-hmm. So why am I letting it get to, me, get to me a little bit now? And, you know, I'm so lucky with my flexibility of my my days and my weeks. And, you know, I really, yeah, I feel really lucky without having to go to an office job or things like that. So yeah, just really remembering like the blessings that I have and like, I, where I wished that I was a few years ago.
0: Yeah, I love that. I'm such a big advocate of that. And I feel like also like success comes in so many forms. I I feel like that. And I often have to remind myself that as well. You know, it's, of course, we all strive to earn more money and money is a big goal, which is absolutely okay. But now you have time freedom as well. You know, like Mm -hmm. you mentioned, you don't have to go to the office. And I think it's so important as we evaluate all our progress and where we want to continue to go I think that's important that we you know we remember that and I also think that um it's so important to continue to want to grow and I feel like with myself like once I become a little comfortable and that that's when I start to get worried I'm like no like I gotta get myself back like you know I have big goals big goals you know what I mean so I think there's like a a thin line that fine line that you kind of have to Find and be like happy there. But it's, of course, it's a process, and we're all just doing the best that we can every day and trying to get there. So I love that so much, Ellie. Thank you so much. So, one last question today if you could give any piece of advice or tip for women who want to start like a blog like you had, or, you know, become, um, start monetizing Instagram content or YouTube content, well,
1: what would it be? I think definitely just to look at it from a business from the start that's something I really wish I hadn't I'd done a few years ago Um, and I think these days because it is so much of a business for people you know you have to have that business mindset you know the posts that you post on Instagram like you know try and do everything to the best of your ability you know creating a brand from the start even before anyone's looking and I remember always you know people I hear and people saying you know like fake it till you make it which I think is so true you know even if no one's looking like make sure everything's you know, as high quality as you can. Um, I also think kind of like investing in learning, especially if, you know, I was lucky when I, you know, was kind of getting into blogging more, you know, because I had my full time job. um, You know, I didn't want to spend all my money on resources and paying for my blog. But, you know, I did, you know, pay for conferences and a few courses and things. And I'm glad that whilst I had that other income, that I did put some of that money into my kind of future of my business as well which i think is important if you can do that um and for me really also what's helped is just like meeting a community of people and like joining facebook groups and you know trying to go to meetups and really pushing yourself out there um you know i think that helps Um, like business wise as well, like networking is so important, actually. Um, But also just a nice way to meet people. Like I've, yeah, like I said, most of my friends are people that I've met through blogging in the last few years. Um, So yeah, I think just, you know, taking it seriously. um, and, And obviously enjoying it as well.
0: Yes, I love that so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ellie. And I just want everybody to know where can they find you if they want to follow you?
1: Yeah, so my uh, my blog and my Instagram are the TheWanderingQuinn. Um, so that's, um, oh yeah, TheWanderingQuinn.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Instagram as well. So yeah, that's the best place is to find me.
0: Awesome. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Ellie, for this amazing interview. Um, I know everybody's going to enjoy it. And everyone, thank you so much for pressing play today. I hope that you enjoyed this uh, interview just as much as I did giving it. And, um, thank you again, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much.